Hi guys. You're listening to Stuart Pink on Phoenix FM. It's Phoenix FM Drive and Zoom onto the show again is Sarah Laughing from the MNES PCC. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Stuart. How are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? Not bad, thank you. I Excellent. can't complain. Describe to see where we're zooming on from today. Um, actually, I'm sat in sunny Suffolk. Sunny Suffolk. So, yeah, I'm out of Essex today. Um, you escaped yeah. the borders. I have. <laughs> there is life beyond the, the county line. <laughs> so you zoomed in last time from the NSPCC for a chat about the 35 Club. A uh, quick reminder of what that is. If anyone missed, who dared to miss the last chat. Yeah, so Childline um, 35 Club, we are celebrating 35 years of Childline. Um, we launched in um, 21st of June and the campaign runs till the end of March. We are hoping to raise £30,000, which will run Childline for one day. We're asking companies, groups, individuals to help us get to that £30,000 target. Um, people can take part any way they want. We've had Lots of sign-ups in Essex, which has been absolutely brilliant. We are really, really thrilled. We've had some people making donations, other people setting up fundraising pages. Um, people are doing all sorts as well, which is really, really good. Excellent. I did promise I'd bring 35 Maltesers. Uh, unfortunately, since we last spoke, uh, I've been diagnosed with a gluten allergy, so I can't have Maltesers. Oh <laughs> it's oh written off that fundraising idea. Uh, but <laughs> We'll have to think of something else. Grapes or something, I don't know. Grapes, oh, imagine the mess all over their face. We'll, we'll have a go. <laughs> as long as it's not coconuts, um, that's that's fine. So, the 35 Club, uh, this the fundraising is still going. Um, I'll put a link up on the Phoenix FM website so people can find out more information and, and get involved in that. We're aiming for 30,000 pounds. We are, and so yeah, the it's really easy to find actually if you go into the Just Giving and put in Childline 35 Club, it's really easy, and you can either make a donation or create a Just Giving page in there. It's really easy. So we've had, so I will just give a shout out to Andre and Chigwell. He's taking part. He's 15 years old. He's doing his silver DV. He's taking part in the Tough Mudder with his dad, which is great. Oh wow! We've had a girl, Sienna, in Dedham. She, bless her, she's turning four in September and she's donating, instead of getting gifts, she's donating all her birthday money to Childline's 35th anniversary. Um, oh, that's a big deal. It is. It's really, really sweet. Bless her. Yes. We've had a lady in uh, Manningtree, Judith. She's organising a lunch. It's a really good idea. So she's, um, she's got six people over for lunch. She's charging them all £17.50, hoping to raise £105, which will answer 24 calls to Childline. So we've got a really varied, you know, varied fundraising ideas, which is really, really good. Um, and people don't have to, don't have to think they have to raise a certain amount of money. Just four pounds will answer a call to Childline. You know, 35 pounds could pay for one of our trained counsellors to answer eight calls to Childline. 350 pounds could um, pay for one of our Childline supervisors for 27 hours. So there's lots of ways people can donate and take part. Even just as small as four pounds can make a, a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we've all been, um, well, health and well-being has been really important over the last year. So people could take on um, a challenge around 35. They could either walk, run, cycle for 35 minutes, um, anything they want. Um, they could be as creative as they want. They can try 35 different foods, 
35 acts of kindness, anything they want around 35. 35 is the theme. Just run with it and do it whatever, whatever you're inspired to do. I'm going to try and do 35K a week or something. That's my personal challenge. I haven't started it yet. No, I, mean, I don't think yeah, I've, done 35, do. I've done 35K in my life. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, could I run it? But actually, maybe I'll just walk it. That's absolutely fine. I'm not great at running, but walking, that's my challenge. That's so I've got to set up my page. There was me like eating chocolate. That was my 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 level. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Whatever works. Excellent. Um, and remind when when is the birthday? The big thirty five. So the birthday is actually it's October. So the official birthday is October the thirty first. So someone actually could do something around Halloween. I'd go yes. green for Halloween or something spooky or something around the official birthday. But as I said, it runs all throughout the year until the end of March. Excellent. But yeah, we're doing lots before the actual birthday. Cool. And hopefully, um, we'll get to our thirty thousand pound target. Um, I think we're up to about four thousand at the moment, with lots of people signing up with just giving pages. So, hopefully, we get we're moving in the right direction. Excellent. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. We want to hit the target long before uh, we have a massive celebration on the thirty first of October. Yes, we do. So. I also read this up as a new campaign we're kicking off uh, for the NSPCC, um, Home or Out Alone. Is this anything to do with the film? <laughs> no, it's not because, it, yeah, before it's all about home alone and now it's home or out alone because of the pandemic, children spending more time out alone. Ah, uh, yes, I'm with you. I'm with you. You understand, yeah. So it's not just home alone, it's children being out alone. And we're actually, um, we're, we're partnered with uh, Blakemore Retail. Um, they run 269 spa stores in England and Wales, and they're supporting our NSPCC Home or Out Alone campaign. And this is to help parents make the right decision about leaving their children at home safely or letting them leave the house unsupervised. And, and we found this is a really tricky decision for parents and carers. Um, so hopefully this will help many parents out there uh, make that decision. It's a tough thing. I'm not a parent myself, um, but I was once a child and uh, I, I know <laughs> there's always that tension between parents and kids is, can I go out? I want to go out. All my friends are going out. It's really, really hard. So I've got two teenagers and I've got that, I've got that same dilemma. So it's, you know, yeah, it's really hard to know. And all children are different. Absolutely. Um, so, so how does a parent know uh, if their child is, is at the right stage and ready to go out or, or to stay home alone? Um, yeah, there's no legal age to leave a child home alone um, and every child will mature differently. But it is against the law if a child is left alone and it puts them at risk. Um, only parents will know their children best. So if a child doesn't feel comfortable, they definitely shouldn't be left alone. Um, you need to consider their abilities when it comes to dealing with issues that may arise, along with their ability to act responsibly and whether there may be risks that could come up. Some children like to take advantage of every opportunity available and they might like, like to say that they're all grown up. Um, and they might like the idea of being in charge, but actually they, some might find it the experience daunting. Um, so, yeah, it's a hard call, but... You know, you listen to your children, 
and think, are they really ready to be left alone? Are they going to be okay? Um, and will they actually be okay? I guess there's, there's loads of risks in, in, in leaving your kids at home alone, not just from the film and the burglars and the micro machines and the, the paint cans. Uh, there's, there's the genuine risks. Uh, every day, house, um, a child left alone, there's, there's all sorts of things that could, could cause problems and worries for parents. There are, you know, we know most accidents do happen at home. And that's why the babies, you know, and very young children should never be left alone, even for a few mo moments. Even if they're asleep or awake, um, the young ones really shouldn't be ever left alone. For older children, be sure to check the fire alarms, locks and windows are all working. Children also need a spare set of keys for them to get in. Um, moving object, objects that are sharp may seem obvious, but um, along with putting medicines and alcohol out of reach um, and out of sight for children, um, it's really important that children know how to contact their parents or emergency services if they need to. And it's always good, I think, to have another trusted adult's number in their phone just in case. I do that with my children, is make sure that they know my number, someone else's number, and they know how to contact the emergency services. Um, and when a child is out with a child home alone, having that mobile in earshot on loud is also a consideration, because quite often, you know, maybe I'm in Zoom meetings or something, I've actually got my phone on silent, which is not really a great help for a child actually, your child actually getting hold of you. Yeah. So take that into consideration as well. <laughs> I like that you mentioned a key. That's, that's a good, good, good shout. Well, a key is good. <laughs> a key is good to get in, in and out of the house. It might seem obvious, but actually I'm guilty of locking the door and then, you know, having a, you know, my son or daughter calling and saying, well, actually you've locked me out. So, yeah, you know, it does happen. Easily done. Easily done. And what about the other way around? If a kid wants to go out alone and their parents are, are still at home, a lot of us are stuck at home working or they're out of work and, and the, the child wants to go out and play and, and leave the house. Yeah, again, parents, parents and carers do have other things to consider. Yeah, the other, the other way, um, when, when should they be allowed out alone? Um, like how they plan on going somewhere, when are they going? Are they gonna be with friends? Um, how far are they gonna travel? Also, if it's late in the evening, I mean, the nights are drawing in, how long are they gonna be out? And will it be until after dark? Um, if they're going to go out, they should obviously know their full address, how to cross roads safely, and they should have the numbers of the trusted adults in their phone. But it's just knowing where your child is, who they're with, what they're getting up to really, because um, the summer holidays can be a bit manic, you know, and it's quite hard to keep track sometimes of, you know, work and it's hard to juggle, um, you know, hard juggling working from home, um, where your children are, um, even working, you know, in an off, going back to the office. Um, there's lots of, uh, lots of parents to juggle over the summer holidays. Absolutely. And the temptation for kids is to go out with, with their mates. So then all their mates go home. And then I've, I've been in this situation before we moved house and I went out for, for, to play ball and everybody went home and then I had to get home. And suddenly I looked around the streets and I was like, I don't know where I am. And I got in a big panic and I rang mum and dad and it turned out I had about three left turns and I would have got home. Uh, oh. But <laughs> in the mind of a child, it's a scary place if you're not sure where you well, are. It is, isn't it? It is confusing, you know. Um, it is confusing sometimes. You know, you might be in a park and think, well, actually, I, oh, I can't actually remember how to get home or, 
you know, it can be quite daunting if it's getting darker crossing the roads and some things we think well, our children might be all right with. Actually, it's quite daunting for them. Yeah. So all these things, I mean, they're, they're all things I think we would probably think of, but not all in one go. So is there a place, is there a list of these these suggestions and thoughts people can go to and and, um, um, and check them off? Make sure we've got keys, we've got phone numbers, we know all we've taken all the precautions. We do. We have our home or out alone guide um, and it's really simple to log on. You just put in um, Google home alone or out alone guide NSPCC learning and it can be downloaded there. Um, so you can have your own PDF, you can print it out and, and so you've got that sort of check guide um, to help you make those decisions. When I saw it written down the home alone guide, I just pictured Kevin McAllister's blueprint drawing. With, uh, <laughs> the attack plan defense plan so it's all there on the NSPCC website yeah it's all it's all there um and hopefully it will help parents and carers and yeah it's helped me so it's just good because you know it's just things that might seem obvious but actually may you might not have thought of so good to have a look expert tips of parenting as well it's the kind of thing that nobody really knows the first time around and then the second time around you go i wish i'd known that exactly <laughs> and these are people who've got children what if you're i'm just thinking if you're a, a neighbor and and you're you're witnessing kids out playing doing things they shouldn't or if there's there's uh, you're worried about a, a child left home alone yeah so if you're concerned um about the well-being of a child being left alone at home then we do have our nspcc helpline um number um, where people can get advice um, and that's 0808 800 5000 or people can email um, on help at nspcc.org.uk and the helpline offers advice from our practitioners it's also um, a place to report something that may be worrying you like a child being left alone um, we do say you know don't go knocking on their door as we know schools and the NSPCC we are promoting we're always promoting stranger danger and they shouldn't be answering the door um, as this may worry a child and if a child is in immediate danger I would say you know definitely call 999. Okay excellent so I'll put a link of all that information on the Phoenix FM website uh, as well as where we can find out more about the Childline 35 Club. Uh, Sarah thanks for coming on. Thank you Stuart it's been my pleasure and great to see you. I've been Stuart Pink and you've been listening to the Now You're Talking podcast. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Now, I consider myself very lucky to have met and talked to some incredible people from so many walks of life, ranging from comedy icons and movie stars to community heroes, legends of rock, school kids, the fastest man in a tuk-tuk and a 104-year-old chicken farmer. All sorts has been going on, from backstage at Latitude Festival and Cliffs Pavilion to Zoom calls, pubs, classrooms and care homes. I've thoroughly enjoyed unearthing over a hundred fascinating life stories from over a hundred awesome people. To hear another one, or to hear all of these episodes and these chats, go to stuartpink.com forward slash interviews. You can also subscribe to this podcast to get the next one delivered directly to your device at stuartpink.com.